The Legend of Harvey I knew Harvey in play school even before my sister Sylvie did. He fell in love with her and she probably saved him from himself. Each to his own tastes, I always say, for I could never have lived with a man like him. Harvey was an oddball even at age 2. He played with toys only of a single color. The triangle, square and circle all had to be red or all blue. Otherwise, he wouldn't fit them into his puzzle. All his toy cars had to be black. If they were blue or yellow, his dad had to paint them black or he wouldn't touch them. And every night He parked them beside his bed in tidy rows. If you pushed one out of place inadvertently, he'd get out of bed and settle the lot again. In school, these idiosyncrasies might have got him picked on, but he was tall and strong, so no one messed with him. Plus, he didn't give you the impression that anything you said or did would bother him. He carried 12 sharpened pencils to school every day because he wouldn't write with a blunt point. Of course those pencils got swiped, but he just folded his hands and sat back in class without complaint. When questioned by the teacher, he'd say he didn't have a pencil, and if offered a blunt one, he requested a sharpener. He was eminently reasonable even as a small boy. On a school trip once, Before he settled down for the night, he'd emptied his pockets into his cap to keep everything safe till the next morning. It became a spectator sport for the rest of us, as a notepad, half-size pencils, a sharpener, stapler, needle and thread and safety pins in an old transparent film canister, a mini tube each of antiseptic and mosquito repellent, a Swiss Army knife, a stick of polo, tweezers to extract splinters he explained and other essentials were deposited methodically in that makeshift receptacle naturally we plotted to rob him overnight but when his swiss army knife saved the day by having a tool to open the can of condensed milk that had been planned as a midnight snack he was unanimously issued a reprieve he never played games that involved running around but he could trounce anyone with a skipping rope or at memory games and his spatial awareness in blind man's buff was astounding if he floundered in art and creative writing he was brilliant at maths and science and he simply excelled in carpentry electrical driving and other vocational courses the first lego set he'd got His dad sat down with him and the instructions and put it together carefully to show him. His dad left him playing with the colored bricks and checked in on him a while later to discover he'd created four different figures, one each with the reds, yellows, blues and whites. He never made a single police station or helicopter or whatever it said on the box, but whatever his fancy took him. entirely out of his own mind he never seemed to have any need for it and easily gave it away 
but he was always flush with cash because he could repair anything a toaster a cycle a car an oven he could tile a roof fix a leak make a baby bassinet rig up bookshelves and after his studies every day over which he was most punctilious he was always in someone's house fixing something he understood instinctively how things worked and couldn't fathom that others couldn't he hardly smiled or laughed though he wasn't grim either but when he was with sylvie he seemed to just glow with delight she chatted away as he worked or read to him from books he would never otherwise have looked at she studied english literature sylvie did and taught it and loved books as much as he loved mechanical things she was the one who finally proposed because it didn't look like he ever would afterwards he confessed it hadn't struck him he was already in heaven just to be with her who could ask for more nobody gave their marriage a chance she was a girl of infinite variety his depths were easily plumbed they'd last a year if that but they proved everyone false she made him happy not just on the outside but deep down inside and though she sometimes scolded him she adored him and his idiosyncrasies to the ends of the earth crazy stories about him abound all true he has seven pairs of shoes all identical all black one for every day of the week and on sunday afternoons he spends a happy hour polishing them he polishes the silver on fridays he washes the outsides of the windows on tuesdays his life is highly systematized one day he walked out of the house saying that he was going to sunny's two doors down sunny had just driven home and parked the car and was not yet through the front door when harvey walked up to his car without a word of explanation opened the hood pulled a few whatnots out of his toolbox and started fixing something when it was done he closed the hood nodded to sunny and strode back home in minutes sunny was ringing the doorbell and explaining to sylvie what had just happened when sylvie asked harvey he said he'd heard something off in sunny's car as he drove past so he'd gone across and fixed it had he just heard it as sunny drove past she prodded him and he said yes how had he known it was sunny's car and he just gaped at them both like a goldfish till he realized they were really waiting for an answer you could see him sylvie told me later trying to find the language that they would understand every engine has its own voice he said like sylvie's or sunny's if sunny had a sore throat she'd still know it was him wouldn't she everyone nodded in comprehension and went back to their lives and the legend of harvey grew another notch that toolbox of his was part of the legend he'd put it together piece by piece always buying the best the tools were kept as sharp and shiny as new and no one was ever allowed to touch them people had grown to accept his silence and leave him to his work 
I often thought he must be lonely. But with Sylvie around, he never seemed to need anyone else. So I was astounded when my six-year-old granddaughter, Lee, sat down beside him as he was working in my house one day. They seemed comfortable enough together, if completely silent, so I left them to it. When she came over next, she hardly waited to say hello and give me a hug before she asked about Harvey Grandpa. I was surprised, but amused too. Harvey had a little fan that was so sweet. I phoned Sylvie to tell her, and after some discussion with Harvey, she informed me he was just going out on a job and would like to take Lee along if that was okay with me. Harvey's skills with kids were unknown. We were both a bit wary. He picks her up every weekend now. It's the highlight of her week and he seems to be loving it too. Sylvie is thrilled to bits but the rest of us are just looking on in shock. Everything is Harvey Grandpa this or Harvey Grandpa that. They go out on jobs together or do projects in his workroom. I've watched them. So is Sylvie. Lee hands him tools when he sticks his hand out. How she knows what to give him defeats me. But he's never returned a tool she's offered him. And he's not one to make do. So they must be the right ones. He sets her tasks, taking things apart or putting them together. She uses the small size screwdrivers and hammers and other nameless tools he's bought her. I think Harvey's finally made a friend. You know, one who really understands him. Who'd have ever thought it?